Part two. In part one, we talked about Gideon's altar. But let's look at that altar. There's some, something very important in that altar, in the naming of that altar. So after God's promise of peace, Gideon built an altar, altar and he named it the Lord is Peace. That is a new name for God in Israel's history. As we've mentioned, as you go through the scripture, God reveals more of his character, more of his who he is, by giving a new name in situations. And this is a new name. Now, the peace there, he said God is not a source of peace. He said God is peace. That's his name. Now, the word peace is shalom. Now, shalom carries a lot of very deep, wonderful meanings. One is an absence of conflict. The second is wholeness, completeness, protection, safety, and wellness. Three, shalom comes from living in harmony with God and with others. If I use the term shalom as a greeting, and it's done in Israel today, what are we saying when we say to someone, shalom to you? And it's a beautiful statement. I'm saying this, I hope you will be well in every sense of the word, fulfilled satisfied, prosperous, healthy, in harmony with yourself and others and God. Shalom is a covenant word, an expression of God's faithful relationship with his people. Now, naming the altar, God is peace, he is not saying the God of peace, or that God gives peace. He's saying God himself is peace. Now here is a wonderful prayer. I copied it out of this particular Bible, which is the name of God Bible, which is, I encourage you to look at anyway, if you can go to a bookstore somewhere and look at it, and see how all the names from God are described immediately after the name is mentioned in a two-page inside of the Bible, all the name, all the meaning, and so on. Okay, here is a beautiful prayer out of this Bible. God, I'm praying, God of peace, you are the peace I seek. No one else can give me what I long for. Fill me with your presence. Lord, give me a heart of peace. I pray this in the name of the Prince of Peace. There are two other promises that just popped into my mind. Uh, promises of peace in Scripture. One is a very popular, common, many people have memorized this verse. Thou will keep him. And the word keep there is protect or guard him in perfect peace, whose mind 
is stayed on thee. Now, what does that mean? His mind, it's imagination. It's the things that are formed in my mind. And um, I need God's peace in my mind. Uh, I'll be in trouble if I make decisions on the basis of fear, uh, doubt, uh, discouragement, and so on. And stayed is an interesting word. It means to gaze at. It means to focus or set in cement. If I set my mind as in cement on the promise of God that he will protect me in perfect peace, then, uh, and he says, set is stayed on God. God himself is peace. So what are we saying here? God will protect me in perfect peace when my mind is focused on God himself, who is peace. John 14, 27, Jesus said, My peace, now remember he's called the Prince of Peace. He said, I give unto you, not as the world gives, based on circumstances, I give unto you, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And the interesting there is, I am responsible for where my heart is. If my heart is focused on fear, then I'm not focusing on the promises of God, that He is peace, and He will uh, give to me that inner peace. Uh, so I can go through very adverse circumstances, very discouraging type times, but I can have inner peace in my heart and choose not to fear. I trust you will do that. I trust you will believe the promises of God and that you will experience His peace in your heart, in your life, in your family situation, at work, and in the circumstances of life. God bless you. In fact, shalom to you.